Well, we're now down at verse 22. We're moving along now in uh, chapter 31 of Proverbs as we look at the uh, woman of many parts, as she's called literally in the Hebrew in verse 10. Uh, that is a woman who has many aspects to her personality and to her life that uh, grow out of uh, developing all the gifts that God has given to her and using them all for the blessing and benefit of her family. Well, uh, here we are, down at verse 22. But uh, we've gotten there through a number of interesting things that we've discussed uh, uh, during these past broadcasts. Uh, this is uh, actually broadcast 11 on this chapter, and we've got a few yet to go. Uh, we notice that she uh, is trustworthy, so her husband can trust in her, verse 11. That she uh, follows this motto in verse 12, to do him good and not harm all the days of her life. I wonder how many of you uh, wives have hung that motto up and have been uh, really seeing some changes in your life by now, following that motto as you look at it every day, and really try to do good and not harm to your husband all the days of your life. We see that she works, verse 13, with willing hands as she goes out and seeks things that are necessary for her work. That she's willing to go out all over the place and get the best bargains, verse 14, and the best uh, uh, produce that she can and bring it home, just like merchant ships sailing out all over the place to get it that uh, she's willing to go get the bargains and get the best uh, uh, deals she can, and that she uh, is a person who uh, uh, also has uh, great uh, gifts and abilities that she has developed into great uh, abilities uh, because, uh, and her husband recognizes this and gives her complete freedom to go out and do things like uh, considering a field and buying it, verse 16. And she is able, by the money that she has earned, uh, money she's earned, with that money she goes out and, and uh, plants a vineyard. And uh, she isn't hesitant, verse 17, to do the hard jobs, the heavy jobs and the hard work. She doesn't just do all the, the uh, uh, little frail, uh, wispy-type things like some women uh, limit themselves to. She's willing to get a few calluses on her hands, I would gather, from verse 17. And uh, this uh, merchandise that she has uh, produces a good bit. It's profitable, and it's profitable because she works at it late into the evening, whatever it is she had uh, that she was doing. Uh, evidently some kind of garments or something we read about in verse 19 because she puts her hands to the distaff and manipulates the spindle and it's those same hands that have produced all this money that then in verse 20 are able to reach out and extend uh, something to the poor and the needy but with the same money that she's earned with those hands she's able to take those same hands uh, and to give some of that money to people who are in need so she's not just a uh, all uh, bound up into one little interest in her own home and not anybody else uh, so she's deeply interested in her home. She also cares about other people, and she's able to, to get out there and do things for others. And we read last in verse 21, what we looked at in our last broadcast, that she's a planner who plans ahead. She doesn't fear for the, 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 the snow for her household. They're all clothed with scarlet. She's got garments ready for them that she's probably made herself, and uh, they're ready. When the snow comes, let the snow come, let it fall, because they're ready for it. She's prepared. And she has planned ahead and gotten things ready. And we said that happens when a person uh, learns to plan her work instead of being a last-minute thinker and reactor to the situations. Now, verse 22 today. She makes herself coverings. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Here's a girl who doesn't have to wear the uh, cheap stuff. Why doesn't she have to wear the cheap stuff? Why is it that she's able to wear fine linen and purple? Purple was the the richest uh, kind of thing that you wore, that deep-dyed purple that was made from the shellfish in the Mediterranean uh, world was, was the purple 
that uh, the kings wore. It was the same kind of purple that was used uh, in uh, making the robes for a king. And so here she had the very finest of clothing, uh, not just uh, clothing, but coverings, costumes, we would say today, or uh, more than just clothes, but, but really uh, well-coordinated uh, costumes that she had, had uh, uh, put together. You gals know how to say these things better than I do. You understand what I'm talking about. And her clothing is fine linen and purple. It's not just, uh, it's not just the, uh, the cheap stuff. Now, how is she able to get that? Because she makes it herself. She has been willing to make her own clothes. Now, you gals know today how much a dress costs. I know how much it costs, and your husbands know how much it costs. I found out how much it costs, but I'm thankful that my daughter knows how to sew, and so does my wife. And uh, <clears throat> they don't buy all their dresses. They make a lot of them. And, boy, it saves a lot of money when you can make your own dresses, and particularly you can make nicer dresses that way because you can put the money into the material rather than the money into the labor. And it's labor that costs so much, you see. And so because she was willing to make her own uh, clothes, she was able to make fine clothes, lovely clothes. Of course, they'll even fit better if you know that. Yeah, there's no reason why some of you gals who say, well, I've got six thumbs on my right hand and, and 15 on my left. Oh, come on now. There's no reason why you can't follow those patterns. They're simple and easy enough. And uh, there's no reason why in the day of all these tremendous uh, uh, sewing machines that we have and so on, uh, that you can't produce what you need to produce. It's well worthwhile investing in a course. Go on down, get yourself a slant needle singer and go take a course that they give you free with it or something and go get out and get some Vogue patterns and uh, go at it. Let's, let's have your own patterns and let's be in style and let's have some good-looking clothes and let's know that uh, there are things that you can do. Some of you bored women we were talking to before, this is some of the things you could be doing instead of soaking your husband with big bills for more clothes that you want to hang up in the closet and then look at and moon around about all every day when you haven't got anything better to do. might be better to go out and get some of those better quality uh, 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 materials. And you know, half the stuff you buy today, even when you pay a premium for it, falls apart first week you wear it. Buttons fall off and the seams come out and there are all kinds of threads hanging around. If you pull them, the whole thing unravels. Uh, you know how bad some of that uh, work is today. Well, it's time you sat down and did it right on your own. Had good materials and good product and, uh, and uh, you saved your husband a pile of money while you're doing it. The Lord wants you to work at your clothing and, and he wants you to look nice. It's not wrong to look nice. This woman was commended for having lovely clothing. And she had lovely clothing because she herself was willing to sit down and do the hard job of making it. Now, it won't take you very long to take that simple little course and learn how to do it. I wonder how many of you women out there today who have been listening to this series have been wondering about all of this. And you've been asking yourself, well, good night if I did all those things. If I were like that woman, I, you know, I, I wouldn't have any time to do anything else. No, I think it's just this kind of woman who has the time to do other things because she takes the time and plans ahead and starts early and works late and has a full life and is happy about it and doesn't sit around moaning and groaning. I believe that she has more time than the woman who sits around complaining because she's always behind. She never gets anything done. This woman has gotten things done, and so she has time to do things like making her own clothes because she has a schedule and she follows it. She doesn't sit around wasting hours watching the TV and then getting behind. She doesn't sit around feeling 
Oh, I can't get to it yet. And so lying around the bed or lying around the sofa, popping chocolates or something for two or three hours in the morning, feeling bad or hanging on the phone with somebody uh, when she ought to be up, up and at her work. No, this woman is planning ahead, scheduling her work, getting it done early. And so she has time to do things like this. She isn't bored, wondering what to do. She has plenty to do, but she also has time. And I imagine this woman would have time for just about any needs her family had. She could take time. She has it scheduled. She's on, on top of her time, and I believe she could get it accomplished. That's the way the Lord wants your life to be full. Don't sit around groaning and complaining. Get at it, and you'll have time for all that you need to do. Lord, bless wives, we pray. Help them to really plan ahead and work hard. For Christ's sake, we pray. Amen.